Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Mindset Moments with me, MC. So if you've been listening along for a while, you'll know that I'm a big believer in living a peaceful, purposeful life and that I'm really trying to steer myself away from the hustle culture and this whole work yourself to the bone mentality that is so prevalent in our society. Instead, I'm trying to tune into my inner tuition more, take more time for self-care and create a bit more calmness in my day. However, just because I advocate for the namaste in our lifestyle doesn't mean that I don't believe in tapping into our logical, productive mindset when we need to take inspired action. So in today's episode, I wanted to share some tips that I've learned over the years that have helped me to accelerate my productivity efficiently without burning out. So the biggest takeaway I want to share is that less is more. In the past, I would have chained myself to the desk, slogging away at work and research and studying. And yes, I did get things done and I did have achievements, but I was also exhausted and not really enjoying life. And although the whole worker bee mentality runs really deep for me, I definitely can see the benefit of the little and often approach. So instead of doing a hundred things at once, I use some pretty simple strategies to help me achieve big goals in an easier, more sustainable way. So the first step I would say is to decide the area or aspect of your life that you want to make fast progress in. So perhaps it's a project at work or maybe you want to research a new job opportunity or maybe like me, you're back studying or perhaps it's something personal like getting on top of your finances or moving to a new city or country. Now, we want to decide a timescale that is achievable for you. So, for example, I knew I wanted to write an academic paper this year. So I had a look at my commitments for the year, what was going on. And I decided what would be a reasonable target. So depending on your situation, you might want to set your target for four weeks or four months or six months or whatever it might be. So let's write this sentence today. In the next, however many, weeks or months, I want to have, and then write down what is it that you would love to have completed or achieved or worked towards. So in the next, however many weeks or months, I want to, and then finish that statement, but with whatever your target or goal is that seems achievable. Now, once you've finished this sentence, let's brainstorm all the little tasks that you would need to do to achieve this goal. And this list, it's going to change once you get stuck into the project. But let's just write down everything that you are currently aware of that needs to be done. And the powerful thing about writing this list out is when you feel a bit lost or unmotivated, you can come back to this list to get back on track. And I usually recommend that people type this up and they either email it to themselves or put it on Google Drive or somewhere that you can come back to it easily. So let's just get all those things down on paper, all the little tasks that you know need to get done. Now, whenever I get overwhelmed by a goal or a target, I always come back to this infamous phrase, how do you eat an elephant bite by bite? And it's the exact same with any big project or target. 
now that you have this overarching goal, you need to decide how much time can you commit to this project? So you might want to start with maybe 30 minutes twice a week, or maybe it's an hour block, whatever you feel would be achievable. And to make sure you actually follow through, block it out on your calendar, like actually type it into your Google calendar, or if you have a calendar on the wall, whatever way you organize your time. And I have found that this makes it a little bit harder for me to back out because I actually have to go and change my calendar. Or if somebody asks me, you know, can we meet up? Can we, whatever it might be, or if an appointment comes up, I have to really think, okay, do I want to scrap that hour or that two hour hour or three hour block that I've put aside for my study? You know, am I willing to trade it off? Because I often find that once I sit down and just get the first 10 minutes out of the way, I'll often stay working on the task for longer than I'd planned. So the hardest part is starting. So putting it in the calendar means you're making that commitment to doing it. My third step is creating a list at the beginning of every week of the small tasks and I mean, that could be emails or maybe there's some writing or research that you can work on in this weekly block. And these are what I like to call the nano steps. So doing these nano steps means you're more likely to experience success and feel motivated to keep going. And it also means that you're going to have a greater sense of purpose when you sit down for your 30 minute or your one hour slot, because there's nothing worse than, you know, you've put it in the calendar, you've sat down the laptop and then you're thinking, okay, what do I need to do? What am I meant to be doing? And then you kind of get off task. So I definitely... Um, recommend creating that little nano step or nano tasks for that week. Because let's be real here, there is nothing better than crossing things off the to-do list. And that's going to increase that motivation and the sense of purpose. It honestly gives me the best thrill. And before you say it, yes, I probably do need to get out more. (laughs) Now, If you are spending longer blocks of time on this goal, so let's say, for example, it's a work related project or you're back studying. So you're going to need to commit more than a 30 minute or a one hour block. It can be really easy to get distracted in those longer time blocks and get off task. And one of the strategies that has really helped me is bookending my day with a refresh and a review session. So every day that I know I'm going to study or work on a project, I assign a 10, maybe 15 minute refresh slot to prepare for that day or that chunk of time. And I'll set up my list of activities, all those nano tasks, and I'll break down my time slots. And by assigning this setup time or this refresh time, I know I have to get my act together. I've got to review my notes. I've got to map out my next steps. And most days I might even do like a five minute little meditation or breath work just to settle my mind. And it just sets me up for success. And then at the end of the day, I'll have another 10 minute slot. Sometimes it might even just be five minutes to reflect on what I've achieved and to set myself up for the next session. So this means that if there's a few days break in between the sessions, I don't have to waste time trying to figure out where did I finish up? What was the last thing I was doing? Because it's all there in my notes. So I'll always type up or write it in my notebook, almost like where to where to next. And that has been really helpful because it means when I sit back down again, I'm able to maximize my time and I'm not wasting it trying to think back. What did I do last Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was? Now, another great tip is to figure out your concentration span. 
So I now know that I work best in 30 minute slots. So I'll keep a timer open on one of my screens and this acts as a little reminder for me to stay on task. Um, I actually use Google Chrome timer because you can pick your alarm sound by inserting a link from YouTube. So when the 30 minutes is up, is up I'll hear my favourite song kick in and that seems to kind of just lift my mood because I know I'm getting a little break. So after those 30 minute slots, I'll then give myself a five to 10 minute break. And for each break, I try and schedule a task that requires me to get up from my laptop because it's very easy to to stay sitting down. So it could be like going to sit in the balcony, giving my plants a little bit of a water because they often are neglected. Um, And I find this helps me get into deep concentration or if I want to give up, I'm able to like look at the timer and say, no, come on, Mary Claire, you know, there's only 10 more minutes or there's only 15 more minutes, you know, and then you can move. And I'll try and use that to help me with my phone usage as well, because if I feel myself going to the going to Instagram or, you know, wanting to go on social media or check messages, I'll be like, no, come back 30 minutes. So it's taken me a little bit of time, but I've now been able to train my mind for that. And let's be honest, we live in a world where all our concentration spans are being tested to the max. I'm also a big believer that our space can really impact our mood to be productive. So clear the clutter is what I say to people. And the easiest way to do that is to get a decent bin next to your desk. And it sounds really obvious, but after a day at looking at screens, it's really easy to say, I'll tidy the space tomorrow, especially if you're working or studying from home. So after a session, I'll clear the desk of any papers, post-it notes, half empty glasses, dishes, whatever, just to get ready for the next day, because I find having a clear desk helps me feel motivated the next morning when I come back to it. Now, my final tip is sometimes no matter how much you timetable and schedule and write up all the lists, there will be moments when the productivity wave comes crashing down and your brain just needs time out. So it's important to know when to call it a day and take a break. So instead of punishing yourself or sitting at the laptop for the entire day, knowing that you're not really going to get much done, perhaps just do 20 minutes of the task. Say, okay, I'm just going to do 20 minutes and then I'm going to do something else to unwind and come back to it at a later date, whether that's later in the day or maybe later in the week. Because as the saying goes, Rome wasn't built in a day. So if you've currently been struggling to get some motivation with a particular task or there's something hanging over you that you're like, I really need to do that, but I just cannot motivate myself. I'd really encourage you to try out some of these strategies. They've really helped me to get things done and allowed me also to claim back more time for myself. And in a world that's always trying to distract us, our concentration spans are getting shorter and shorter. But I do believe with a few little tweaks, you'd be surprised at how you can begin to work smarter, not harder. And before you know it, you actually start to see lots of progress kicking in with those goals. And this is where I leave you. Until next time, take care.